0: Welcome to Professional Idiots, a podcast combining our need for work and our want for entertainment. I'm your host, Chris Lynn joined by my co-host Aaron Simon. How you doing, Aaron? Hey, you know, I'm not too bad. I'm gonna... I'm all right. You
1: know. Yeah. Things are okay. I
0: well, and we are not joined by producer Brad Whitaker this week because Brad got a job. Whee! So go, Brad. Congratulations, Brad. Uh, well, psyched
1: for him, and uh, I, I presume what we're gonna have to have him do is uh, give us, you know, like we're gonna sit down for dinner the next podcast, and we're gonna ask how everyone's day was going, yeah, and what Brad learned at his job.
0: Exactly, like a true yeah. family.
1: Exactly, because that's what we are, Flynn. We're a family here.
0: Yes, we are, and yeah. We're we're a very tight knit family. Yeah, it
1: really warms my the cockles of my heart.
0: Good. The cockles. Say it again one more time.
1: Cockles.
0: Well, that's about the only positive, amusing thing we've got for about the next 15 minutes, so enjoy that.
1: Yay, guys! Yay! Because what are we talking about? Uh,
0: I mean, a thing happened this week, so I figured we should talk about the thing.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah, I drew up a report of how much time I'm working for work, at work. Is that what you're talking about?
0: Uh, no. Okay, I would be no. No. more referring to uh, Captain Tiny Hands.
1: Now, is that a movie? Is that like Captain Fantastic? I wish. Yeah. I really wish. Because I never saw that one. I wanted to. Yeah. I heard that was good.
0: No, I, I'm specifically referring to our 45th president. James K. Polk. Not, no, Donald no. Tiny Hands
1: Trump. Oh. That guy. He's, he's a WWE guy, right? He actually was, and yeah. that's funny. Yeah, I was thinking not... about this earlier today. That you, you know, there's the line in Back to the Future where Marty shows up at Doc Brown's house, and he asks him who the president is in 1980 and, and Marty, or 85, and Marty goes Ronald Reagan, and Doc Brown goes Ronald Reagan, the actor. So if, if like we had a reboot of Back to the Future, and Marty McFly the second, went back in time. And the, 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 the setup could be, all right, well, who's the president in 2017? Donald Trump. Donald Trump? The asshole? Yeah, I, I mean, that's not really. That's part of my spec script for Back to the Future. Yeah. The reboot, so that's copyright Aaron Simon.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't say I was going to steal that from you, but.
1: No, I know. I'm on to you. I know. All right, on. well. I know what you're doing out there.
0: You've. Busted with, my dastardly scheme. With your plans. Yep. Yep. My plots and my plans. Your,
1: you got your, your wheels of thought cranking, the gears are turning, and mm-hmm. yeah, I know what you're doing.
0: I'm on to you. So, yeah, he was inaugurated, and that went about as well as people would have expected. I, you uh, know, I didn't
1: hear his speech. Because I I don't want to commit suicide. The
0: only but, thing I heard from it was the incredibly amusing, I'm going to say accidental because I just can't imagine he planned it this way. It would make it a much funnier story if he did, but that he quoted Bane.
1: Yeah, that's so I got a text from my dad in the middle of the workday and that said <laughs> the president just plagiarized Bane from Dark Knight Rises. Help us, Batman. Help us.
0: <laughs> what? Is that like Bernie? Is Bernie Batman then?
1: God, who would be Bernie? I don't... No, Corey... I, think, I think Bernie would be more like Uatu the Watcher. Which is, is... yeah you know, a completely different universe. But I, I, I don't see him being... He's like 70. Yeah. I, I, he's, he's a spry man, but I don't think he's that, uh, active. Like Cory Booker then? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with Cory Booker. That's what I was trying to think of.
0: Yeah. Cory Batman Booker. Great. Cory
1: Batman Booker. Save us, please. But, uh, you know, I'd like to say this and I'm going to say it again during this podcast, but, uh, everyone needs to vote in two years for the love of God.
0: Yep. And call your congressional people. Yes. Because... It, that's the only thing that they respond to. They don't give two fucks about nope. tweets, Facebook groups, nope. Facebook posts, nope. no, dumb sure podcasts,
1: dumb podcasts like this. Well, they do give a shit about emails, but only when it's Hillary Clinton's. Yeah, well, hey, yeah. right? <laughs> but topical humor from Aaron Simon. You know, I try. Uh, so on top of that, I would really like to to uh, encourage people to to support. Stuff that's going to be on the axe. Like Sierra Club, Planned Parenthood, SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center, ACLU, refugee resettlement organizations, Doctors Without Borders, UNICEF.
0: I'm going to take one step scarier and say news.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, we're getting there. But uh, I'm just going, like... Aaron,
0: Aaron, what? that was was supposed to be a segue. Uh, Well, I'm
1: not done just hawking stuff, man. All right, fine. Donate to shit. No, no, I don't care. We're done. We're done with donating. Fine. Donating is (laughs) fucked. Everything is fucked. Don't worry about it. Let's talk about what you want to talk about, Flynn. No, Aaron, I want to hear the rest of your list. Well, now it's gone. I think I left off at UNICEF, but... No seriously, like if you can do a monthly recurring donation, that is going to mean more than anything else to these groups, and uh they need all of the help that they can get because as as much as I agree that you need to call your your congress congress folk uh there are organizations outside of the government that are doing stuff that's the government will not act on for at least two years. So, yeah, you need uh, to, and you need to it, support it, these things. And, um, I, I have no desire to see this movie, but I might go see it anyway. It's 20th Century Women. It's a movie from a production company that's pretty good called A24. And I, the, nothing about the subject really interests me, but they're donating some percentage of the proceeds to Planned Parenthood. Oh, cool. So, go check it out yeah definitely
0: but as I was trying to segue there is we'll link it uh, Brad Brad please, if you're listening Brad, link, it, Brad, link, it. Brad, link it actually link it this time yes <laughs> don't 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 make me a liar Brad please
1: <laughs> you know that's probably why no one sends us any questions because they think we're liars
0: well they just think we don't care which is yeah. partially true
1: well I mean I don't care yeah well
0: yeah. anyway so, I don't know Aaron, have you heard about the story before I, I give the
1: spiel? Um, I know the bare bones about it. I haven't read the entire thing, but what I do know is that the White House White House spokesman and the press secretary uh just straight up lied about shit. So And then called it al- alternative facts.
0: You're 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 combining the this two parts of the story here.
1: Oh, oh, well, please go on.
0: So, uh yes, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, uh the, uh, the the press secretary had a conference and just lambasted the media for comparing uh, the inauguration sizes and saying that it was a tiny inauguration and that Captain Tiny Dick uh, was very unhappy with everything that was said and that he had a
1: huge. Hey, hey, let's 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 scale it back. I mean that was kind of crass language. Uh, I think the the proper term should be. Captain Small Penis.
0: No, Captain Tiny Dick, because that's what this sounds like. Small Penis. Fine.
1: Whatever. Incredible micro penis <laughs> Captain
0: Micro-penis. All right, good. Uh... So that he he had a much larger inauguration than was stated and that the news organizations were going to be in big trouble for making these claims.
1: Because, you know, overhead and aerial pictures lie.
0: Oh, for sure. They just, you know. You know it's it's And when
1: you compare them side by side, I, I mean,
0: just eyeballs <laughs> lie to you.
1: Yeah, we've all seen, we've all read 1984. We know how easy it is to doctor these images. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I can tell by the pixels. These were these images were altered. So then this
0: morning on Meet the Press, when everybody's favorite saddlebag, Kellyanne Conway, was uh, interviewed by Chuck Todd, and Chuck Todd was specifically pointing out that they were full of shit and that this was pretty well proven to be false, that Kellyanne said that, no, you're wrong, because there are alternative facts to the situation, and that I, I don't know where to go from there. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so I would first like to point out that I'm sure that in the interim of the time in which we're recording this, in the time that it goes up next week, that uh, there's going to be something even more ridiculous to talk about. And, uh, first of all, I would like to thank Donald Trump for turning the world into a surrealist masterpiece. Uh, I don't think I could have ever foreseen this happening. Uh, second of all, this is, this shit's terrifying. It
0: is. And, and that's why I, there was a, did you see my, my tweet from this morning, my retweet?
1: No, I, I've been watching Werner Herzog movies.
0: Well, so, oh, that seems like a healthy thing to do on a eh, Sunday.
1: <laughs> well, I might have just walked around the neighborhood screaming I am the <laughs> wrath of God, but, you know, that's a normal Sunday.
0: Yeah. yeah. So uh, there was a former administration source who is still remission- uh, wishing to be unnamed that issued a statement to a journalist that uh, talked about this and said that, you know, there, it's really scary for three different reasons because or it served three purposes and it is then scary because it establishes first it establishes the norm with the press that that oh, they Yeah, were,
1: no, I did see this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and that you know the press uh, things are obviously wrong they'll have no opportunity to ask questions and that it's the PR equivalent of negging. Yeah. And that the second reason is it's going to just divide the third of the population that is Trump's base versus everybody else which will then separate people from news and fake news. And finally then it's going to just make people entirely question what is fact and what is not fact, and that a third of the population will say, clearly the White House is lying. A third will say, if Trump says it, it must be true. And the remaining third will say, oh dear
1: God, this is too
0: intense now, to let's, be knowable.
1: Let, let's try to turn down the panic button for a little bit here. Panic level because I, I I think while I do agree that this is that they are trying to set this disturbing norm, I think that kind of third 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 thing has been the case for at least as long as Obama's presidency. And well, yeah, I, I think you have the 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 way people have shifted their communication over the last decade, especially through Facebook, which through our silicon. Valley engineer overlords, righteous visions, has succeeded in putting us into several distinct bubbles. So, you don't, if if you were to be in that kind of uh, uh, Trump's third, then you know who Milo Yolopoulos is. And, uh, bless you. See, huh? I said, bless you. Yeah, thank you. Y- Yiannopoulos? I think, I don't actually know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Yiannopoulos yeah sure yeah i mean that not, guy. i like the greeks i i don't want to i don't want to insult my greek friends who don't listen to this podcast but uh it, anyway i i think those folks are already getting their news have been getting their news sources through terrifying individuals like alex jones and uh well no longer glenn beck because glenn beck has i guess gone on medication uh but him, Mark Levin, uh, is it Michael or Dan Savage? Which is, is it? Dan, Dan Savage, I want to say. I don't know. Is it Dan Sa- The Savage, Savage, Savage guy. Uh, the crazy one, uh, the crazy one, not the, not the finance Nope.
0: Dude. Uh, I don't know. There, I think it's Michael Savage.
1: There's a, there's a finance guy and then there's a crazy right wing guy. Um, so I, I feel like the, the siloing of news sources has been... Michael Savage, Michael there you go. Michael Savage, yeah. I feel like that siloing of as, of news sources has been around for a while. Yeah. Uh, and if you've been paying attention to the way people communicate, then that's not that big of a surprise. But I guess, you know, that, that a lot of people like to go out and have fun and... uh Talk to other people and be around other people. So they're probably not doing what I do, which is obsessively just look at conspiracy theory websites. So they don't really think about this. Yeah. Which is probably healthier. So good on you guys. And, you know.
0: Really, I think what the, the part of it that's uh, the scariest yeah. part of it is the first bullet point of the <laughs> negging. Yeah, That the, the, the press is just going to be absolutely bullied if they want even the glimmer of access.
1: Well, here, I think the thing to consider about that is in order to be successful in journalism, you have to at least expect a fight from that group of people. And I, I feel like the people who succeed in journalism are just going to be emboldened by this. I would hope so. So I, I would really hope so. That is my optimistic approach to it. Um, yeah. Because I just looking at the way the Washington Post has gone against Trump and, like, fucking Vanity Fair and a bunch of other publications, like, like they, they're not... Teen, teen Vogue? <laughs> yeah, Teen Vogue fucking hates Trump. You should have seen the... The, the the magazine covers that they've been running are just brutal against Trump. I think that's wonderful. I don't know if that's actually true. Were you referencing oh. something that's happening, or am I?
0: No, that no, that just, was a real thing. Like, oh Teen god, Vogue, are you seriously? <laughs> I, I believe it was Teen Vogue, like totally called out Trump on something that was, you know, yeah. clearly clearly his bullshit.
1: Well, there we go. So you know, that it's. I, I, I think you're. Going to see those type of people just double down their resolve. I would hope.
0: Again, I would hope so. Yeah. Um there was a, a good interview on the Daily Show with uh, a reporter, I forget who it was, but just saying that, you know, I, I hope that you know the the press, even if they are a conservative news source and you know somebody gets glossed over that their question doesn't get answered, that you know, the next person that gets called on, they'll be like Hey yo, wait a minute! You you didn't answer their
1: question. Yeah, I think like, Dan Rather had a small editorial about that. Like yeah, starting off every interview with high-profile Republicans with trying to take the White House the task for lying all yeah. the time. But um, I would also, you know, like to. Uh, to say that, you know, you got, when it comes to these kind of unknown political insider things, uh, keep yourself from feeling joy, because it's probably not true that anyone in the administration like that or anything. Because during the campaign, there was like a rumor from the Trump campaign that Hunter, that uh, Hunter Pence, uh, what what that what's his what the fuck is his first name? Mike 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 Pence Mike yeah yep hi I'm two whiskeys in at this point um, I'm and, drinking a double nice so. so like there was some rumor floating around that Mike Pence was gonna jump off the ticket and people got really excited of course it didn't happen so uh, my general rule of thumb for life not just politics but is if you have happiness distrust it. <laughs> um, but I, you know, on, conversely, I got a lot of joy last night because uh, I was out with a couple of friends and we went out to this, uh, this bar near, near my place. And, uh, we started talking about rewriting the producers, except center, instead of centered around springtime for Hitler, it's springtime for Donald. And, but you still have to have the Guten Tag hop-klop. Oh yeah, no, that's staying in. Good. And uh, Kellyanne Conway is going to be Max stock. and Donald Trump is going to be Leo Bloom. No oh, good. Yeah.
0: So did you uh, did you participate in any of the the marching that went on yesterday? No,
1: I slept like a motherfucker yesterday. Um, but I think Portland had a turnout of one hundred and ten thousand people. That's a lot of people for it's, Portland. Uh, yeah, that's like a tenth of the metro population. We had like 250,000 here in Chicago. Yeah. Like I, I was seeing some stuff cause I've got a few other people in Chicago who I, who I know on, on the faces books and they were showing like just maps of street closures and all that. Yeah, And, uh, yeah, it's, I, the, the turnout has been astounding.
0: Yeah. I I hope that just, it continues. I hope that that, drive continues to motivate people to be involved and to actually call Congress and to continue to support the efforts that you know they talk about supporting yeah and as much as I kind of hate the amorphous blob Michael Moore I actually liked his uh his speech at the march the the one in d c
1: no I didn't see it what was it
0: uh, he just gave a a list of things to do um uh, oh, cool you know like cool. now that you know, the election it's over he, you know he did win but that there are things that you know people can do to slow down and stop some of the the actions that yeah. they're looking to commit and you know like he he rattled off you know like the phone number for congress and that call them and just give them your zip code and they will connect you to the appropriate office like that is yeah. their job and yeah. just a whole bunch of other small things that you know it it gives people an actual Task an actual thing to do rather than just like nah to hell with this
1: yeah, which is huge. So good on you, Amorphous Blob, Michael Moore.
0: Yeah, I generally don't like Michael Moore, but I was pleasantly surprised with his speech.
1: He actually seems. I I think he can he can be very shrill. Yes, and uh, lose whatever points he has by kind of falling in love with his own rhetoric, but. I think that's the case with just about any commenter. Commentator.
0: Well, yeah. But never uh, here. Yeah,
1: uh, no. No, we, never we here. always stay on topic and, uh, you know, make very solid points. Well-informed, solid well informed, solid points. Well in points. Of, of, pff, yes. Of course, well informed points. I mean, you don't even have to say that, man.
0: Uh, now you do. Oh. Oh god, you're right.
1: Uh yeah, so, you know, get out there, do some direct action, uh as as they call it. Yeah. And uh do what you can to get your congressperson's attention and yeah, don't uh don't fall into the trap of giving yourself over to rampant cynicism. And that's coming from me, a man who not five minutes ago, said if you're feeling happy, distrust it. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Alright, well. Okay. Shall we fade out into the break?
1: Yeah, let's, uh, give us some horns. do do oh, Shit, we're in a minor. do 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 do
0: Up. Well, welcome back to Professional Idiots I'm still joined by Aaron Simon And Brad is still working like a dog, I assume
1: He's, you know, he's got a lot of work ethic, that guy That sounded it, sarcastic, it was not
0: No, no, no. We, we are very excited for Brad And we're excited to hear what, uh, what people are paying him to do in Japan
1: Yeah, presumably he's getting paid I would expect that he is the highest paid person in that country at least second or third. Well, let's let's not sell him short. He's he's highest paid. All right, all right, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, the trick is, of course, they're they're paying him in copies of Pokemon.
0: I figured it was Pokemon Go.
1: <laughs> they're paying him in Pokemon Go potions. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> It's like the worst kind of company town. You don't even get money for food. You just get <laughs> Pokemon Go potions.
0: Hey, man, the economy is tough. <laughs> that is that is why we elected Donald, is that he's going to make this country great again, and which will therefore this, upgrade yeah, did other countries that,
1: to... Uh, Donald Trump is going to move the... or is talking about moving the... US embassy in Israel from tel aviv to jerusalem which is going to cause no problems whatsoever
0: nope. no that'll go
1: swimmingly oh shit wait no that was in the first segment sorry sorry we're in we're in the fun part yep fun yep. part All yeah. Right. yeah fun part hey, brad strike that from the record just, just or don't just or don't continue it as normal and yeah just oh god that's right cuz there was there's was just peaks there fuck yeah dit <laughs> <laughs> So, Flynn, you said that you've been boring.
0: I have been. I, I mean, with...
1: Yeah, now how is that different from normal? Oh! Oh, count it. Ow. You can't see Ow. it, but I just got a high-five from nothing. Ow. That oh, was hurtful, Aaron. Man, you know, man, uh, whiskey makes me angry, I guess? Whiskey makes you hurtful, Aaron. I'm sorry, Flynn.
0: Well, yeah, so, uh, I'm... Training for a half marathon, and that's next oh, nice. weekend. And uh, with just kind of winter being here and trying to actually save money as opposed to just continue to be poor, we've not really done a whole lot of outside things. We've really leaned on our Netflix subscription uh, for entertainment. So what are you Enter- watching? Uh, well, recently we started Lemony Snicket's, a series of unfortunate events. Oh, the Tim Carrey uh, movie. No, uh, the uh, Neil Patrick Harris, movie. the Neil Patrick Harris reboot.
1: Oh, is that him? Yeah. Okay, because that looks old. like. Um... Oh, I forget who I thought it was. Okay, interesting. It's, it's pretty, uh, pretty good.
0: I, yeah. I was not uh, a reader of the book, so it's all pretty new to me. Yeah, but uh, I, I enjoy it. it. It's a solid way to to spend forty five minutes to an hour. Uh, oh, they, cool. they've they take each of the the books and they split them into two episodes. So the first season, in generous finger quotes, uh, covers the first four books. Gotcha. And uh, Neil Patrick Harris is very good. He kind of, it, it's kind of Barney Stinson a little bit from How I Met Your Mother, just that like gregarious ridiculousness. Oh, okay. But it's fun. I enjoyed. It. I would recommend checking it out if you're you're bored, looking for something new to watch.
1: Okay, me. Uh,
0: what about you? What are you What do you watching these days? That's.
1: Um, I'm mainly watching emails come into my work account, but when I when I can tear myself away from that, um, so I watched three movies over the last few after over the last week. I think uh, the first okay. one. Was a 1934 movie, I think, called Fury, by director Fritz Lang, who did Lang, uh, Lang, Long Ying, uh, who directed Metropolis, the you know, the seminal 1921 1920 ish uh, silent movie, uh, um, as well as the excellent crime drama called M. So Fury is about a guy who gets swept up in this mistaken identity case where a Ponunk sheriff in Illinois thinks this guy is a kidnapper, throws him in jail the entire town, hears about this guy, decides that he is the kidnapper, and forms a lynch mob, and burns down the, the, the jail to try and kill him, but the guy gets out and decides to take his revenge. Uh, it's really, really good, and uh, the the theme of the masses kind of losing control and losing their humanity pops up a lot in Fritz Lang. How topical and very topical indeed. Um, so that was the first one. The second one I watched this morning called Aguirre: The Wrath of God, and it is a 1970. 1970- Eight, I think, uh, Werner Herzog movie about a kind of doomed Spanish Inquisition searching for El Dorado. Uh, real, real uplifting movie and makes you feel really good about people, so I recommend checking it out. That sounds Um, like all of your movies. (laughs) Well, you're gonna love the third movie. Uh, Um, oh, do tell (laughs) her Martin Scorsese's uh, Silence.
0: So, I mean, all joking aside, I really yeah. do want to see this. This looks. No,
1: silence is excellent. And I think. So, you know, coming from my background of having uh, uh, an unofficial minor, because I forgot to declare it as a minor, in religious studies focusing in on Zen, uh, Silence is about these two Jesuit priests, uh, played by Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver. Who go to Japan in 1644? I think I'm really bad with dates today. I don't know. You, why.
0: you could have really rattled off any date yeah, in the 1600s, and I wouldn't have cared.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm well aware of that, but I'm just trying.
0: 1600s, the se- 1700s, the 17th century. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I always century. get those mixed up. The especially early after 17th drinking. century.
1: Um, so they go to sure. Japan to try and track down the padre who brought them into the faith uh, after hearing that he apostatized and embraced Buddhism and denounced the Catholic faith. So it's about then going to Japan in the midst of these government repressions and quasi-pogroms against Christians. And it is a, a very well-done movie. And I walked out of it, since I've seen it twice now, and the first time I saw it I walked out of it thinking of another kind of directorial passion project called The Passion of the Christ by noted crazy man Mel Gibson. And you you don't really have more... two two films that are like the opposite of each other about the same subject. Uh, Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ is very heavy on the blood and gore and It is a medieval passion play, whereas Silence, as the name would suggest, is kind of about the stillness of faith and the individual conflict of faith in the face of uh, repression and bad things.
0: Well, I mean, that's what you get when you compare noted ham-fisted director Mel Gibson with... Auteur Martin Scorsese.
1: Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying for the for two movies ostensibly about the same thing, it's it's a hell of a difference. But Well, I'm uh, good. Yeah, I really, you know, and Silence has been tanking at the box office because I don't know if the studio really thought it would do well, so they just didn't market it, and then it's not doing well because they didn't market it. I mean, I like. <laughs> um, I think I heard about it, but it really
0: wasn't until you had texted me saying you had seen it that I really actually looked into it and watched a trailer on it and said, "Oh, I kind of want to see that."
1: Yeah, it's it's really fucking good, and uh, you know, I, I really recommend it. It's um, huh. it's not the kind of movie that you get a lot these days because it takes its time, and it doesn't feel constrained. It it doesn't feel like it. Is concerned about being within a time frame. I mean, it's a it's a long movie. It's like two hours and forty five minutes. Oh, good God! But it's really good, and I think yeah, you know, the probably the only reason that it was able to get that long is because it is Scorsese, and at this point, I'm sure he can do whatever he wants to do.
0: I figured that was kind of the case for like the last fifteen years. Well, but so he's fine. been trying
1: to make this movie for. Like, 35 years? He's been trying to do it since the 70s. Huh. And just either lack of support from studios or scheduling conflicts or whatever else. He just hasn't been able to do it. Uh, It's really, really good. And I really recommend checking it out. So, do it before it leaves theaters. Because it will. Alright. Good deal, man. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. I've been re- slogging through a Tom Robbins book. No, right. he's fine. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: yeah. let's uh, let's get into another Kyle question, so that way he hates us slightly less than normal.
1: <laughs> it's, I feel like every every two weeks there's just a little bar and like of, of hatred <laughs> in Kyle's mind. and he, he thinks. They haven't answered a question. And it goes up a little bit. And yep. This, then we do. This brings it down. And he goes, okay. Oh, hey, one more thing that I would like to bring up about nerd shit, because I'm looking at the time, and we're going to go way under, and I cannot have that. Is. Alright, go ahead. He <laughs> sounds so thrilled. Is uh, my buddies and I are going to be doing a Star Wars RPG tabletop game. And I'm really excited for that. Cool. You don't
0: care. You never nope. care Flynn
1: You never care
0: I try to Aaron I try <laughs> You you just make it so hard <laughs>
1: Alright go to the Kyle question Alright 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 all right. Boxers or briefs Now can we do Can we do another option
0: uh, Depends on what the option is Well
1: boxer brief Well I mean that's cheating it's the, it's the best of both worlds, and it's on the market. I'm not like creating a new type of underpants.
0: I figured you were more for the uh, the man thong.
1: You know, I feel like that that I wear that when I go out. Yeah, it it's, just makes it just makes your jeans lie just so, right? Exactly, and you never know who you're going to have to impress at the end of the night.
0: Yeah, I'm all about the. Uh, I, I'm kind of with you in the boxer brief, but uh, I rock a, a compression short fairly, uh, fairly often. <laughs> what, what the
1: fuck is a compression short?
0: Like for that sounds uh, like, like
1: you're strangling yourself.
0: No, 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 no. It's like for uh, like for running or for working out. But with the amount of sweating and moving crap at work and climbing in and out of a large pickup truck, it is far com- more comfortable than normal boxer
1: briefs. Really. Yes. All right. I've never heard of yeah. it before. Really? Yeah. I, well, well, I mean, I, you I don't, don't work out, so. No, and I don't really talk to people about what kind of underwear they wear. Well, see, that's where you're you're missing out, man. You're right. I should do this. So, I mean, I've got another work trip coming up. So, I think that's going to be a good icebreaker. It would be. Yeah. By the way, did I talk about Vegas last week? I can't remember. Yes, you did. Yeah, Vegas was awful. Okay. Yeah, we know. We know. Yeah, well, you know, I'd just like to point it out again. All just right.
0: Well, speaking of – but speaking of trips, uh, oh, best, airline. best airline.
1: Best airline? Yeah. Whew. Uh You know, I, I remember – it's been a while, but I like British Air. Okay. And uh, I had a really good experience on Delta with my last uh, international flight. I am all for Delta yeah i I was impressed because I remember really disliking them several years ago but well I've got the hookup with Delta so yeah <laughs> deltas
0: a yes. okay in my book
1: but yeah like I got so on the flight back from Taiwan in November I got the kosher meal oh look at you and it you know I try I try to do kosher when I can which is when I remember and I got so much fruit on that flight, it was fantastic. Really? Yeah, I got like three different servings of fruit outside of the meals. Huh, look at you! Yeah, like a true Jewish mother, they were very concerned about what I was eating. Oh good. And they just wanted me to be hungry, or not, not to be hungry, to be well fed. Yeah. And to have a nutritious, diet. I was just very, that was, was very kind. Oh, good. Yeah. Good for you, Eric. And the Infinite Red Wine was very nice, too.
0: I mean, y- yeah. you really can't go wrong with that.
1: No. No, you can't. Uh, yeah, so Delta. Good going, Delta. I'm cool. going to be flying them to Amsterdam in a couple of months. That's a nice. couple of months. A month and a half. So, Very cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. How about you? Like I said, I- I'm a big fan of
0: Delta Airlines. Uh, we've got the hookup there, and... It's uh, it's nice. It's allowed us to do, or at least has, in a roundabout way, allowed us to do a lot of the traveling that we have in the last couple of years, and yeah. we'll continue to do.
1: So, hey, you know, I got slightly off-topic question for you here.
0: I mean, we're all about off-topic yeah. tangents, so uh, fire away. So,
1: do we send Delta the bank account for the pre- for for professional idiots, and they just direct deposit the check? We should
0: tweet at them and see what they say.
1: Yeah, I you know I think. We need to discuss this offline and really come up with a good good method of uh, I don't want to say blackmailing companies because obviously we don't have that kind of pull, but threatening to sue them if they don't pay them, pay us after we've talked about them on our podcast
0: yeah we'll we'll figure something out
1: speaking of what are you doing for dinner tonight, Flynn.
0: Uh, we are doing
1: dumplings. Oh, you know, that's that sounds cool. sounds really cool and really, you know, hip and fresh. But you know what's hipper and fresher than dumplings?
0: No, we're not doing this. This joke's old. It's craft. No, this joke's old, Aaron. Aaron, Aaron. It's the craftiest. No, it's it's not. It's not,
1: Aaron. When you have the blues. Aaron,
0: I'm going to hang up on you. It's got
1: the craft. (laughs) <laughs> okay, you can move Breathe on. Breathe, Aaron. Breathe, <laughs> Aaron. You can move on now. Oh, by the way, Doug says hi.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> we miss you, Doug. Come back to us, Doug. Well, I
1: think he said if if we want to back on the podcast, he's always happy to join. So.
0: Can you replace Aaron, Doug? No, 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 no. Fuck you. <laughs> you don't get that. Oh, man. Alright, well, uh, I'm cool with going short. I got, really don't have much else to, to discuss. Because I want to get Brad's opinion for another one of Kyle's
1: questions. Okay. So. Um, I, well, I got a couple album wrecks, I guess. Alright, go for it. So, uh, Dropkick Murphy's new album, Eleven Short Stories of Pain and Glory. Okay. Yeah, uh, pretty I mean, fun. It's. I mean, uh, it's Dropkick Murphy's. Yeah, I yeah. don't feel like they've done anything new for a long time. But they don't do anything, they don't do, like, they're not bad about what they do.
0: I was going to say, have they ever done anything new or interesting? All of it kind of sounds the same to
1: me. Well, they started off as hardcore punk. It's fun. Punk, and then they, they switched into what they do now. So that transition, you could claim, was new. Sure. But uh, that, that happened a long time ago. So, no, I think every album since Blackout has probably sounded pretty damn similar. But like ACDC, if you're doing it well, then why change? Yeah. Um,
0: so that right, one else? was good. Uh,
1: another one that came out a while back this this year, I think it was in, well, not this year, last year, I think in March. Um, it's by a band called White Lung, and the album is Paradise. And it's a pretty cool little. It, it's not quite. It's I mean it's it's punk for main if if a mainstream rock person were to li- listen to this they call it punk, but I, I've listened to a, a couple of their albums before and they uh, they were a lot more hardcore before this this album so they've kind of mellowed out a little bit. Okay, but uh, it's worth a listen, and it's got a neat lady singer. Always cool, yeah. Anything so, else? I, um, I'm just looking around my apartment, my room, to see if I have anything laying around. Uh No. Okay. Well, wait. I have a giant. Yeah, I do. Uh, fuck you, Gorilla Glue. You made this week incredibly stressful when I was trying to to fix a damn lamp. Well, good. Fuck you.
0: All right, good. I'm glad you got that off your chest, Aaron. Was, I was worried
1: about that for a minute. really bothering me. Well, good. Okay, now yeah. you Now you can cut it. We're about normal time now.
0: Okay, well, if uh, any of you guys have a topic you want to hear us argue in circles about or you want to be a guest on the show, I mean, you don't, but whatever.
1: Now you do. Come on, join us. We're a big family. We're like we your, are. Your, your, your crazy family that you don't really want to be around, but... You know, you really should because everyone is getting up there in eight, in years and then the people who aren't, you know, they're moving away to different parts of the country. You're not going to see them that often.
0: I mean, pretty I much know. you could have stuck with family. I figure that, I yeah. feel like that's...
1: Well, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a writer. I'm a wordsmith. I, I like to paint pictures via the, the, the spoken and written language. So, you know, I try to, try to expand upon this from time to time and... Yeah.
0: You can email us at 2 professional idiots at gmail.com. Or uh, check out our blog at professional idiots blog at wordpre- it, dot .wordpress.com.
1: Now, do, do you know that check out is two words? Whatever. I'm just saying. They don't see
0: our, they don't see our, see our outline, so who cares?
1: Uh, well, he, listeners, I would like you all to write in and insult Flynn for he spelled the verb check out as if it were a checkout machine.
0: Well, until next time, asshole. This has been Professor <laughs> ah, 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 thanks. thanks for listening. Ah.
1: You hear that, Brad?
0: No, he doesn't. He's You're not listening to any of it. Bonkers. No, he doesn't. He's not listening to any of it. No, this is any of it.